Welcome back to another Picayune edition of the Talking Ball, y'all, podcast. We are live outside of Gil Martin Stadium after Picayune takes uh, the contest over George County, 59-33. to And uh, David Burnett is not with me tonight. Uh, we already mentioned that. Uh, filling in for him is my good friend Darren Uzel. And Darren, man, um, just looking at this game, we start really with the, the first half and – I tell you, the big shocker, man, for me was 12 straight runs by George County before they ever attempted a pass. I don't think anyone saw that coming. Uh, quarterback keepers, a heavy dose of their uh, good running back, number 22, Howell. Boy, he was as quick as advertised. We got to see that live. And, Darren, not much of Marquise Dortch early on. No, there wasn't, Ricky. Um, Dortch was dejected most of the game. Uh, he lost his quarterback early. Uh, Conte comes up and takes a takes a puts a big hit uh, on the quarterback for George County. Their starting quarterback on the first drive uh, that George County had, uh, they got down to about the 15 yard line, and Conte comes up and and just sticks him. And from that point forward, uh, you can see why they were rushing the ball most of the time because uh, they lost their starting quarterback. So uh, a big game changer right off the bat uh, for Picayune that went in Picayune's favor. Uh, but give it to the give it to the defense, boy! What a what a game they played. Yeah, and I tell you, it didn't look that that way early on. Um, you know, George County comes out and all those runs that we talked about, they put together during about a four minute and thirty second drive. Uh, number twenty two goes in from uh, about five yards out at seven nothing early. Picune puts their own nice drive together, takes about three minutes off the clock, and. You know, we saw some uh, Dawdell, we saw some Darnell Smith, and I got to give David credit. He caught it. He said we'd see Chris Davis early, and we did. Uh, Chris Davis was in there um, on some of those early possessions. He ends up going in, day, uh, day, Darren, from 10 yards out to make it 7-7. Seven to seven. And you mentioned that the, the quarterback went down for them, and they got a freshman on the field tonight, Darren. Um, yeah. A kid named uh, Deuce Knight, he's 6'3 already. He's going to be a really good one in the, in the future. And, boy, he came in, and, and you could tell he was a little bit – uh, a little bit nervous. I think he was seeing some ghosts there a little bit early and, and just really had to settle in uh, to the offense. But they were continuing to ride Howell. He goes in again from seven yards out, and it's 14-7. to seven. And Darren only takes Picune one play after that. Dante Dowdell finds a seam, and he races 60 yards to make it 14-14. to 14. And Darren, you know, after we, we looked through this, and it kind of was like, man, we're looking at each other going, is anyone going to be able to stop the other one? Mm-hmm. And uh, something great happened. Our, our defense settled in, and they got to stop. Yeah, Coach Hayden uh, and the whole coaching staff did a great job um, doing some adjust, adjustments after the first quarter. Uh, then you begin to see uh, the Birdman wake up. He's got two sacks uh, in, in the second quarter. Uh, you see a Marion Tyson sack. And then uh, I think in the second quarter, they had two back-to-back sacks uh, that ended a George County drive. and. Uh, boy, that was really the turning point uh, of the game uh, right there at the, at the end of the first half. There's no doubt, Darren. And then, you know, we after we get that first defensive stop, and we kind of have done this in the past, we, we come out and, and you mentioned walking up. Man, we just seem a little flat, and we were. Yeah. But, man, when that defense settled in and got a stop, it, 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 it always ignites the offense, and it did it again tonight because the next play, Picune comes out, 50-yard uh, touchdown run by Chris Davis, to make it 21-14. And, Darren, we talked about this kid. You haven't seen him play in person yet. Mm-hmm. He's only a, a sophomore. But, man, from a guy like you who who ran the ball some, I know you played some wing back. You know what a, a running back looks like. Tell me what you saw out of this kid. Uh, this Chris Davis is real. Uh, he's got the vision. 
uh, that, that you want in a back. I mean, you don't see it a whole lot in, in, at the high school level. And uh, he runs hard. He runs big behind his pads. He's tough to get down. And uh, at one point in the game, I thought there was a late hit on him. Uh, but he, he bounced right back up and uh, carried the ball again. So you, you look at Davis and you look at Dowdell and you got Darnell Smith. I mean, your backfield is rich. You've got a rich backfield. And, boy, just, just to stand on the sideline and, and see them hit the holes. And you see Dowdell power through. Then you see Chris Davis. He, he's, he, he's juking and jiving through. And, and man, they, they couldn't touch him in the phone booth, man. He's – he, he's he's got vision. He's got vision. He, he's special, and, and and another one of those kids. And he's a sophomore as well as Nikki Ratcliffe. Yeah. And you know we haven't had to use him a whole lot. But boy, he was big on defense tonight as well. And and, yeah. and we'll talk about that a little bit more. And, and Darren, after that that last score, it's you know, it's twenty eight to fourteen, and uh, George County comes out and they they tried a little bit of trickery. They were trying to get it in, in Marquis George's hands any way they could, and they actually threw the ball back to him after a pooch kick, and that didn't go too well for them. Uh, no, it didn't. Uh, they threw it uh, lateral back to him, and uh, he come down the field, Dortch did, and he met Amarion Tyson. And, uh, boy, Amarion put a lick on him. And uh, you're talking about a kid that plays big. <laughs> That's Amarion. I mean, to, 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 to play big behind the pads like he does, and he put a good licking on him. Snot bubbles probably come out of his nose. I don't know. But it was a hard hit. And, anyway, he goes out, what, three plays? Yeah. Three plays or so? Yeah. And, um. Was he come back? He comes back for a big play, doesn't he? He does. He, and, and, and you know, credit him. I mean, Marquis Storch is is as advertised. Yeah. Um. He's he's as quick as we thought he was, and yeah, he comes in three three plays later, and 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 he he takes a pretty short pass, and he turns those jets on, shows that speed that he has, and goes in and make it a 28-20 game. So they they came back a little bit, but. You know, we, a lot of hard runs by Chris Davis, um, and, and we talked about him already. And, and what was really key, Darren, is it was pretty close at that that point. They were starting to get a little, a little bit of momentum back. And we had about two minutes to play in the half and give a lot of credit to Coach Stogner. He's done this. He's done this against East Central. He's done it in big situations. He's not afraid to, to go for it on fourth down. And, Darren, it was fourth and short. Yeah. And we had a, um, a, legal, a legal formation. They backed us up, so now it's fourth and about six. And he hands the ball to Chris Davis, and he's got nowhere to go. And he somehow finds a way to get out and pick the first down up. And that was huge because it, it, it get, kept, kept the ball in our hands. We bring it down into the red zone, and with about 50 seconds to go, we called on Morgan Kraft, and we talked about special teams being a big deal. We talked mm -hmm. about Morgan Kraft being a pretty good weapon for us that we hadn't had to call on a lot, but we know that he's going to be good, a kid who – you know, started as a freshman and came in and kicked. He's a sophomore now. He comes in and he knocks one down from from 30 yards out, and it makes it a 31 to 20 game. And that was big, Darren, because that that gave us an extra possession on them. That's how the sec the first half ended. And we got the ball back to start the uh, the beginning of the, the second half. Yeah, we get the ball back. It's 31 20, and uh, Picking uh, goes down the field and Picking style. It's all Dowdell uh, once again, five yard. A touchdown run on the first drive of the second half and uh, makes the score 38-20. And you begin to see the George County offensive, I mean defensive line begin to wear down, but you begin to see Picune's O-line begin to really step it up. And boy, you you can you can see they're beginning to taste the blood and smell the blood and the water. And boy, they really begin to dig deep. And uh, boy, you can't say enough about this offensive line tonight. They held number 99 in check uh, for the most part, except for for one play. 
But other than that, boy, they did they did a great job. Great I, I job. couldn't agree with, with what you said more, Darren. And and we talked about that in our interview with Coach Stogner. Um, this is the best performance I've seen from a Picayune offensive line from start to finish. Yep. Now, they have came out and played good in spurts, but we haven't seen them come out and put together a complete game, and, and I think they did that. We had some penalties. We had three in the first half. We had a couple in the second half, but there was there was one big pass interference on um, – on Conti, uh, and it was on Marquise Dorch. We were both standing right on top of the play. It was a great yeah. play, uh, but it, that did keep one of their drives going, and they were able to to give it to Howe down there on the goal line again, and, and they made it a 38-26 ball game. Um, they actually end up going for two, and uh, they they didn't convert on that. So, you know, Picayune comes back down again. Um, penalty on fourth and short. Um, you know, Darnell was stopped. We gave the ball back to George County again, and and they were able to. To, 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 to make you know put another drive together two plays later um, we had a big another big play in the game and that was Dorian Robinson um, he intercepts a pass and uh, that was huge it was so, real, it was, yeah that, that was we big. had that we, we had another big play um, you know they, they tried the, um, the I guess wide receiver pass and everyone's yelling on the sideline of mm-hmm. Uh they, they throw the the ball backwards it's a lateral it, it's on the ground um, Amarion Tyson, another big play he made, and as you mentioned, he was all over the field tonight. And you know, it, it, for at that point, man, we just started to kind of run away with it in, in the third quarter. And you go into the fourth quarter, it's it's uh, 38-26. Um, Dawdell goes in from two yards out. Uh, two plays into that drive, Dorian Robinson, you know, we, that's that interception that we talked about. Uh, Darnell Smith breaks another long run, 40 yards. It's 45-26. There's about 4:45 to go in the game, Darren, and um, their young quarterback. He, he stepped in and and he started to settle in. He's going to be good. We talked about that. He, he he really kept that drive going for them to really give them a little bit of a chance. Um, so he takes it down, and uh, number six goes in from them from 10 yards out. It's 52 to 33. So they they did get one more score. Uh, we drove down again, and uh, Nikki Ratcliffe, that other back that we mentioned. Um, took yeah. it in to make it a 59-33 ball game, and that was really how the game ended. And, you know, one thing that stuck out to me, Darren, I was a little bit surprised. We talked in our pregame podcast that we thought George County would come out and they would have those three defensive linemen down in the stance with those linebackers walking up in the gaps. They didn't do that. They tried something different. They, did. they came out with four defensive linemen. That didn't work well for them. When they came back in the second half, they went back to that, that defense that we thought they were going to come out in. And just to kind of show you the difference in the game for them, and we're going to go through some of these these stats, oh boy, just a really good team effort from all of our ball carriers. Good job from the offensive line up front. Um, you know, Dante Daudel, he did his damage in the first in the first half. Uh, 13 carries for 145 yards. He came out in the second half, 12 for 46. They were they were bottling him up a little bit. They uh, they they were doing a little bit better of adjusting, but it was too late at that point. So he ended up with uh, 25 carries for over 200 yards. Uh, Chris Davis, 11 carries for 126 yards, and Darnell Smith. Didn't you know? Never touches the ball a ton, but he broke a few big ones. Yeah. Uh, nine carries for 123 yards, and then Noah Carter, Mr. Reliable. Uh, he's always good to pick up uh, some yards for us. Had a couple big plays there. Uh, only touched the ball four times. One was you know they they got him in the backfield, but he had three more for uh, 45 yards. And then uh, Nikki Ratcliffe comes in and he's got four carries for 10 yards. And again, he he really put the nail in the coffin. So he did. Um, I mean, what do you, what do you think, man? We we got you know again. Two of our toughest games. We played them on the road. 
We had to go to East Central. Hurley's a tough place to play. This place wasn't any easier. We got to go to go to Gaucher in a couple of weeks as well. Um, you know, we got to play Long Beach still. And, and I'm not saying that we're going to overlook that game, but we're not going to have any trouble with Long mm -hmm. Beach here. I'm not going to stand here and try to make that a right. thing that it's not. We're going to we're going to walk the dog on Long Beach, and we got to get ready for Gaucher and and really start matching up for district. And they're in Poplarville. Whew, that was that other big game, Poplarville and Columbia. And um, yeah. I think you got a final in that one. Yeah, it was 27-3. And, uh, man, a big, big, big game in Poplarville. And Poplarville just come up short tonight. Uh, but you can bank on it. These two will meet again um, before they go to state. It, I, I believe it's going to be Poplarville or Columbia coming out of 4A South. And I believe uh, they'll meet again. Yeah. I, I, I agree. And, and I think this is, this is going to be good for them. This is the time to take a loss like yep. that mm -hmm. right now. And yep. Uh, one thing that you know you got to give Coach Beach and his staff a lot of credit. They make really, really good adjustments, and um, yeah, they're gonna be fine. Yeah, he's gonna go in and get this thing corrected. Well, Darren, look, I mean, this is what we do all the time, man. We sit around and talk about sports, so to be able to do it on this level man. was really, really cool. And um, I think you had some of those flashbacks that you're playing oh, yeah, days man. that I get every Friday night. So that was fun for you to be able to experience that. And uh, Good to, good to have you out here, brother. Good to see Kanan yeah. on the sideline. Uh, I think he's going to be a standing now with those ninth grade water boys on the yeah. sideline. Yeah. No doubt yeah. about that. I think yeah. he's hooked as well. So, uh, yeah. man, um, got a, got another another game. We'll, we'll come back and do our, our, our pregame uh, podcast that we do. We'll have that up for everyone on Wednesday. I think Dave has uh, Coach Baz and Coach Bingo, uh, the, the couple guys that do a show on the coast they'll be coming on for a, a guest for us and uh i know dave's going to be listening dave hope you uh have made it to north mississippi yeah. uh good luck to the swim team let's go win state and you guys uh have a have a safe travel back and we'll say good night from loosedale uh well, they're about me, to turn me, the lights me, off and i'm gonna i'm gonna close darren out too yeah man i just want to say thanks for letting me come man it's it, it just uh, i know i can't feel david's shoes but i tell you just to just to be able to come and I stand on the sideline and, and, and see high school football uh, at this at this level, uh, this close. Uh, boy, I, I appreciate you letting me come, and uh, boy, y'all y'all uh, y'all do a great job. I listen to you uh, all your pregame po podcasts, all your postgame podcasts, all of talking ball y'all podcast, and uh, y'all got something good going here. And just to have a small part in it tonight, man, uh, I sure appreciate I appreciate y'all letting me do that, and uh, looking forward to listening to y'all next week and, and the weeks to come and um, I'll be listening to Maroon Tide football and although I'm blue although I am a blue devil uh, roll tide roll tide I think that's a good one to end on we'll say good night from Loosedale. uh thanks for listening everyone and uh man big big victory for Picayune tonight so uh I know those guys are going to be uh, excited riding back it's going to be a little bit shorter yeah. uh, when you oh, win yeah. ride home is a little bit shorter yeah. a little bit funner so uh good night to everyone Thanks, guys. If you're looking for granite, quartz, quartzite, or marble, come see Angela Burmaster at Exotic Stones, located at 6985 Highway 11 North in Carrier, Mississippi, or at their brand new showroom, located at 1171 Highway 90 in Bay St. Louis. Angela and her staff will help you select the perfect color scheme and will fabricate and install any residential or commercial project that you have. Angela's low prices and personal touch can't be beat. Also, mention the Talking Ball podcast and Angela will throw in a free sink with your installation. For the carrier location, call 601-798-4334 or 
For the Bay St. Louis showroom, call 228-344-3003. All right, I'm here with Coach Edwards. Man, what a ball game tonight. I mean, y'all, your office flying it in the trenches. Boy, they was pounding it out. What, what can you tell me about tonight? I'm I just so proud of them, man. They, uh, they worked all hard all week long. Yeah. Yeah. And preparation, preparation. We we caught them doing things that we seen them you know, on film, and man, our kids just stepped up, man. They did. They, did. they picked up some stunts and stuff, and I'm just real proud of them, man. Well, they, they, they did. They played, they played well. Out. That that first quarter, it was it was back and forth, but it seemed like they got in the groove. Your O line did. They held number 99 in check for the most part tonight. And well, he's 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 a, a man. Beast. He's a beast. He's a man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we just, you know, our, our motto, we just keep plugging, keep plugging, man. Just just keep coming off the football. And, and look, our backs, man, look, we, 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 we got some great backs, man, that just they run the ball so hard. So it just compliments each other. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Look, you'll enjoy this win tonight. Oh, man, I'm, exci- I'm excited about this uh, this team and looking forward to what, what y'all do with well, them in the We future. are too, man, but we still got work to do. We're, there's going to be bigger games down the line, but – but we got this one, and it's a great job by him, man. I'm proud of it. All right, Coach Edwards. I appreciate it, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. Johnson Farms and Meat Market. Where can you find a full-service butcher shop that carries only the finest beef from Mississippi farm-raised corn-fed cattle? Why, that would be Johnson Farms and Meat Market in Picayune. Shop at johnsonfarms.com or stop in at the corner of Highway 11 and North Hall in Picayune. Johnson Farms and Meat Market, where quality beef begins. All right, I'm here with Josiah Conte, and uh, boy, he was all over uh, Dorch tonight, the Ole Miss commit, and I, I tell you, brother, you locked him down. You locked him down tonight. Can you give me uh, some plays there that you uh, that you was in, and just give me a little some highlights there, brother? You know, like every, every time he came up to the line, like he'll put pressure on his foot, so you knew he, like, you, like you know he finna go full speed and run right. for a route. Every time he did that, he'll do a post corner. I mean, I had it on oh, yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, So he he was letting you know what he was gonna do oh, before yeah. the play. Oh yeah. Well, see, that's what DBs do, son. Yeah. You read them. You read them. Yes, hey, man, you locked him in. Look, I, I, there was a few plays tonight where I saw where Dorch was dejected, man. You did, he was he was out of the ball game. Oh, yeah. He, you know, that was – his quarterback was out. Y'all took him out early. Oh, yeah, I you, took him out. I took him you out. You took him out. Man, that was a big straight hit. for the knees. That was a big hit, man. First quarter. Yes, of, uh, I mean, the first drive, George County come down. About the 15-yard line, you laid the wood. Oh, yeah. You laid the wood. It was oh, yeah. nice. It was nice. Yeah. That was a big play. Huge turning point. So, he lost his quarterback, but yet, I don't think it would have mattered. Yeah. It wouldn't have mattered, man. We had Conti on, on him, oh, man. yes, sir. We yes, had Conti. All right, brother. Hey, man, I'm looking forward to what y'all do the rest of the season. Right. And, uh, man, you go out there and you ball out, brother. Yes, sir. All right, brother. All right. Appreciate you. Ah, thank you. Thank yes, you. sir. Dr. Kevin Galloway, OBGYN. Here at Highland Community Hospital, our motto is simple. One hand to hold, one hand to heal. Our qualified, caring staff, along with state-of-the-art technology, make Highland Community Hospital a wonderful place to welcome your new baby. So call 601-358-9422 to schedule your appointment today or visit highlandch.com forward slash here for you. I'm here with Coach Hayden after, uh, I don't know, Coach, I think it was 63 to 33. To 33. Uh, the scoreboard was giving us fits there at the end, but man, 
What a job from your defense tonight. Tell me how you guys come out. Tell me how practice started. How was Monday for you guys? Monday was great. The kids were really intense in the practice. Um, they took coaching really well. We knew that we had a tough task ahead of us. Uh, they had three explosive players. Uh, the quarterback, uh, number one and number 22. And we knew that they were going to make their plays. And if we just kept it under a certain amount of points, you know, we'd be fine. And uh, that was the game plan. And the kids executed it perfectly, man. They, uh, Gosh, they played their tails off tonight. I'm so proud of them. Coach, we got out here starting out early, and it looked like it was just going to be a, a back and forth all night. It got to be 14-14. And you guys got off the field on third down, and things changed there. Talk about just how your defense stepped up. Coach, I, I look, I know this whole defense deserves a lot of credit. You deserve a lot of credit for uh, the scheme you put together this week. But we, we got to brag on these young cornerbacks and how well they play tonight. Well, yeah, so that's that's what gives us the uh, the ability to do what we're doing because we're asking those guys to be on islands and they're only sophomores. You know, the first two scores, they come out, it's a big football game. We're playing with five, six sophomores on the field. So I think the, the – the, the atmosphere of the game was a little – but once we settled into the game and we got comfortable, we knew what they were trying to do, and uh, we made our adjustments, and we were able to get the stops when we needed. We got the two turnovers, and, um, I mean, holding those guys at 33 points when they average over 42 and they're averaging over close to 400 yards of offense is I'll take that every day. And, Coach, we've had to play our toughest opponents on the road. we got another one coming up in a couple of weeks. It's going to be on the road as well. we got to take care of business. I know next week at Long Beach. But, man, uh, congrats to you guys, Coach. I know this one feels really good. This is a huge game. Um, I hope you guys have safe travels back home and good luck next week with your preparation. Appreciate it, man. Thank man. you. Hey, everybody. Have you heard? Have you about the new restaurant in town, Creekside Coffee Cafe. Stop by and get a cup of your favorite coffee, made by one of our great baristas, and have some of our yummy breakfast, lunch or dinner, pancakes, the bacon and eggs, the hamburgers, spaghetti and meatballs, bag and cheese, breadfish tacos, and so much more. Don't forget the brownie alamo. Check us out on Facebook. Order online. Stop by the drive-thru. Or come on in and stay well. That's Creekside Coffee Cafe. We'll make you happy. I'm here with Coach Stogner. Uh, Coach, I, we think it was maybe 63 to, to, to 38. I don't know. The scoreboard was kind of messed up there at the end. But, Coach, you said last week when you knelt with your team that uh, they was going to have to be, have, have to have the best practice they've ever had at Picayune on Monday. Tell me how they guys, those guys come out and played and yeah. practiced on Monday. Well, I think it showed tonight, uh, especially offensively. We came out and we actually did something we want to do every game is score every drive. And, you know, we executed well. It was just a preparation that was put in. All week we were locked in from day from Monday all the way up until today. If you could have been over here in the locker room before the game started, you couldn't have heard a pin drop. Our guys were locked in, ready to go for a war, and and uh, you know and, and we did a great job. Well, we got out here, coach, and and uh, stoic was kind of how we, we we just thought when we saw all you guys. We just thought you were just all locked in, as you said, and just ready. And coach, the offense, I, I got to say it, man. I mean, the defense played great. Some great talented kids on this other uh, this other team that they lined up against and did a great job with all night. But coach, this is probably one of the best performances I've seen from our offensive line uh, from the start to finish all all year. Well, they stepped up to the challenge, you know. I mean. We're the little guys. We're we're overachieving out there. So, you know, these guys they they, they if, if, if I wish you can come and watch a brush from Monday through Thursday in their preparation and how hard they work and how hard they study. And we did. I mean, we're just we're growing. We're still growing each week. You know, we, we actually played a really good football team tonight. We played a really good football game on our part. And uh, defense bend didn't break, but offensively, that's exactly what we want to see out of us every every week.
And coach, I hope people understand this. I mean, you you played your two toughest games in district on the road, and we got another one coming up in a couple weeks. It's going to be on the road too. I know we're not looking too far to that one yet, but man, I mean that that, that says a lot about you guys. And I know that's a tiring day, a, a lot of travel and stuff. But congratulations to you guys. Um, you're you're in the driver's seat at this point for the district. Very well learned and. Um, have a safe trip back, man. I know you guys are ready to get home and uh, get ready for next week. Absolutely. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, sir.